Welcome to the first episode of the All-Star Sports Podcast. We are your hosts, Rafi Siegel and Gabe Selden. On this podcast, we will be covering all that's happening in the sports world. Today, we will start off with the NFL this week. Gabe, you want to Yeah, I'll start this off. So, the big thing that I care about this week, because I am a New York Giants fan, is the NFC East Division title. That's the one of the only playoff spots left. This week, with the Panthers beating Washington, Dallas beating Philly, that means there are still three teams alive for Week 17. That is the Washington football team, the New York Giants, and the Dallas Cowboys. If yeah. Washington just needs to win and they win the division, Giants need to beat the Cowboys and Washington loses and the Giants win the division – and the Cowboys need to beat the Giants, and Washington loses, and then the Cowboys win the division. Yeah, I think that we just heard the news that Dwayne Haskins has been cut by the Washington football team. So who's going to be starting for them? Uh, Taylor Henicki, I think. Um, he hasn't really done anything in the past. We'll see if he can bring them to playoff to the division title. Um, I just – I – as a New York Giants fan, I was not confident at all heading into Week 16, especially with the embarrassing loss to the Ravens. But with with Washington having no real starting quarterback, my prediction is that the New York Giants make the make the playoffs. Yeah, and one thing I've noticed as we saw their loss to the 49ers, the Cardinals have really fallen off. I think a big part of it is. Their defense is just not strong enough. They don't have a good pass rush. And besides Patrick Peterson, they don't have a good secondary and Buda Baker. Right. I mean, just the last two NFC wildcard spots come down to the Rams because the Hawks won the division. The Bears, who have kind of coming back up. Trubisky's playing pretty well. And the Cardinals. If the Rams beat the Cardinals next week, then they are automatically in and the Bears are automatically in because the Bears have the tiebreaker with the Cardinals. But if the Cardinals win, that means that the Bears have to beat the Packers to make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting. I don't think the Bears um, would go anywhere in the playoffs. I think no. they'd, they'd get eliminated in the first round. I don't think they've got I really don't think power. they would. They play, right? Yeah. Um, right. But, yeah. One thing I saw is, as, as a Baltimore Ravens fan, I'm really excited. The Ravens' offense is back to what they were last year. Lamar is playing at an MVP level. I mean, even throwing the ball. We saw him throw 17 for 26, and he ran well, and the whole offense was playing well. The O-line had a good game, and J.K. Dobbins is so good. Right. I think the Baltimore Ravens are heating up again at perfect time. I think they'll make the playoffs, and I think that – I, I think they'll they have a real shot at the AFC championship game. Yeah, I just don't know if anyone's gonna be able to beat the Chiefs. I mean, even after we saw Mahomes play bad against the Dolphins and them and they almost lost to the Falcons, I still don't think anyone can beat Mahomes and Andy Reid. 
Right. I think just their offense is just too dominant. And people always call their defense not very good. They kind of have a top 10 defense in the NFL as well. Um, so. I don't know if I'd say they have a top 10 defense. I think their defense isn't great. They don't have a very good secondary. But I think their offensive power is just right. too good to beat. Right. So let's talk Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, that comeback, that comeback was really, really, really impressive. So, they win the division, but the Colts fall out of the AFC wildcard playoff picture with that loss. So here's the thing. As a Ravens fan, I hate the Steelers so much. Right. But I needed to root for them because – if the Steelers had either beaten the Colts yesterday, which they did, obviously, or if they beat the Browns um, on Week 17, the Ravens control their own destiny. And now that the Steelers beat the Colts, if the Ravens beat the Bengals, we clinch the playoffs. So I was very yeah. happy that the Steelers beat the Colts. Um, but Steelers we, just big. If we flash back a couple years, if I say so myself, Cincinnati Bengals winning a meaningless game for them, but knocking the Ravens out of the playoffs. We'll there's, see if that can happen. Some hard times, hard times. But um, one thing about the Steelers is they don't have a running game. I mean, no. James Conner is just not good. James like, Conner is not good. And the O line, I mean, their starting left tackle is Chuwabuma Okorafor who's not good, and Alejandro Villanueva is either still hurt or playing poorly. Um, and and Big Ben's not very good, and the receivers haven't been playing well. Their yeah. offense is not good. They have a great defense. They have a great D-line with T.J. Watt leading it, and their secondary, besides Minka Fitzpatrick, is not very good. So, I mean, like, yeah. Uh, Gabe, looks like we lost you there for a second. Anyways, um, one thing I'll bring up is Baker played horribly against the Jets. The Jets, the Browns now need to win against the Steelers to, um, yeah. so, um, Baker played horribly against the Jets. Now the Browns need to beat the Steelers week 17, which even after how horribly he played with the way the Steelers are playing, I think they can do. But, I mean, they played horribly against the Jets, and now the Jets have secured second place with losing Trevor Lawrence. They – they. And what, what I like to say is, you know, it's a great line. All the Jets needed to do was suck, and they sucked at sucking. Right. Adam Gase's farewell was costing them one of the greatest college quarterback prospects ever. Yeah, I mean... It's last hoorah. I mean, look, but, now Jacksonville's going to get Trevor Lawrence and see if they can turn it around. Trevor Lawrence to Duval. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is in a lot better position than Jacksonville. They oh, have a, yeah. They have a young wide receiver core. If D.D. Westbrook can stay healthy, he's still one of the most underrated slot wide receivers in the NFL. D.J. Chark had a terrible year, though. Right, but I and just but the Miami Dolphins and what, who who do you think should ride the helm for week 17 against the Buffalo Bills? 
see, here's the thing. I think the Bills are definitely going to beat the Dolphins if they play their guys. But I think if the Bill, I think the Bills will play their guys for seeding. So I think that the Bills are going to beat the Dolphins. Um, no, but does Ryan Fitzpatrick still? Does Tua still start Ooh. Week 17, or does Ryan Fitz? It's a one game. It's a it's a one it's one game. This game is bigger than any of Tua's development. Ryan Fitzpatrick, as of right now, is the better quarterback. I think there's no doubt in my mind that you have to start Ryan Fitzpatrick. Here's the thing. When Ryan Fitzpatrick was leading that team in the beginning of the year, and he got replaced by Tua, I was shocked. Ryan Fitzpatrick, even Ryan Fitzpatrick was. Ryan Fitzpatrick thought that, for maybe not the first time in his career, but like maybe with those Bills teams, but really for the second time in his career, Ryan Fitzpatrick was their guy, and they benched him. And Tua's played solid, but I would have to agree that going forward and to beat the Bills and to make the playoffs, you got to start Fitz. Right. But the Raiders' downfall from beating the Chiefs, possibly, possibly being the best wildcard team in the AFC, Eliminated. Yeah, just, I mean, just a pure downfall. I think Derek Carr hasn't been playing nearly as well. Right, we we're seeing the we're seeing the Derek Carr everyone thought he was going to be this entire year. Yeah, and their defense, man, they don't have a good linebackers. Their pass rush, well, they have people that you would think are good players like Max Crosby and Cleveland Burrow. Their their pass rush numbers are just not very good, and their secondary is not good, and their just defense overall has not been very good. Right. So. Now, um, one thing I want to talk about is how the Chiefs almost lost to the Falcons. Right. And, right, that just – but I really, really suck to see one of my favorite NFL players, Young Haiku, have to miss that field goal. But. Yeah. I feel it feels like it happens like eight times a year when the Falcons just choke like this, right? Like, yeah, everyone makes the memes, the jokes, and everything, but just it's so unlucky sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I I don't forget. I'll never forget um, um, when they were winning twenty-eight to three. Their owner Arthur Blank walking down to the field to accept the getting ready to accept the Super Bowl trophy. Right. And then just and, – and my family has a bit of a relationship to Arthur Blank. My mom dated his son for a couple years, and he, like, paid to basically save my grandfather's life. Um, and it was just so sad to see him walk down onto the field to accept the – get ready to accept the trophy and just see them blow that lead. Right. And – but this game, I mean, I think – Mahomes didn't look as good as he has, but Mahomes still played a great game. Um, uh-huh. I just think, I don't know, it was a bit of an off day. Now, one more thing I want to talk about is the Seahawks actually played well defensively. Right. That was the first time this season I've been confident in the Seattle Seahawks. Honestly, they their just defense was just too – this is so bad that I could not trust them to win any game. Yeah, I mean, 
it's like they have Bobby Wagner, who's obviously amazing, Shaquem Griffin, and then who else do they have? Shaquille Jamal. Griffin, sorry. And then besides that, it's like their defense is not very good. But today, I mean, look, their pass rush had a good game. They were able to pressure Goff, and their defense just actually played well as a unit. Like, right. they held the Rams to nine points. Right. All right. Let's move on here to – our fantasy basketball draft. I yeah. I was I'm pretty confident heading into first week of our season, honestly. So let's go over your team first, Rafi. All right. So if you see this, so well, what I want to. So we're in a league with some of our friends, right. and our draft was like about a week ago. Um, and so, I'm pretty happy with how my team ended up. In the first round, I got Kevin Durant. And who did you get again in the first round? I got I got Damian Lillard with a seventh pick. Okay. Um, I'm really happy with that. I think Kevin Durant's one of the best players in the NBA. And I think he'll do a lot for me. I then got Russell Westbrook, who I'm a Wizards fan. I was very happy about that. Um, at first, wasn't so happy about that Westbrook trade, but that'll be a talk for another time. Um, I think he'll be a good fantasy guy just because he holds the ball for so much and he gets through boards. So, yeah. Right. I have – I took Devin Booker with my second-round pick. Love him. He's just a great scorer, I think, with this playmaking ability from Chris Paul coming in. He's going to have an excellent, excellent, excellent season. Yeah, I remember. And I think he'll finally make his first real all-star game. Yeah, I remember you picked Devin Booker, and I was like a couple picks behind you, and I was not very happy when I saw that he went off the board. But um, uh, with my third-round pick, um, I took uh, Brandon Ingram, who um, you'll get to know I'm a huge Duke fan. I'm not Duke fan. I'm not bandwagon. My grandpa worked at Duke, and my dad went there. Um, but Brandon Ingram was good for Duke. He was not on one of our better teams, but he played amazing last year, won most improved player of the year. I think he'll just do a lot on offense for my team, and um, I think he'll put up a lot of points, and he has been putting up a lot of points. Right. With my third pick, I took the guy who I thought, who I thought should have been most improved player last year, took a bam out of bio, just truly just a modern center. I think he has the potential to have a Ben Wallace-type defense, but with an offensive game, which is just so scary to think of as an opposing player. Yeah, so I think Bam Adebayo is a great pick. I don't think he deserved it over Brandon Ingram just because, I mean, I think Brandon Ingram had a better year, but um, – I think that was a very good pick. Then I picked who I think is possibly the third best center in the NBA, and I was very happy when he fell to me, Yusuf Nurkic. I think uh, I could give you Wait, a Wait, third best center in the NBA, Yusuf Nurkic. Rafi. I mean, maybe not third best, but in the bubble last year, he was amazing. Yeah, but he's definitely not third best. Probably not, yeah. But he's he's one of the better centers in the NBA. And I could give you a whole rant on how bad Hassan Whiteside is. I mean, there is no one better 
at blocking for kind of no reason than him, but he doesn't know what to do on switches, on pick and roll, on defense, and he's not good on offense. He's an he's a under average player, and um, now that he that Yusuf Nurkic can just be that starting guy, I think he's gonna have such a good year, and he's a great basketball player on offense and defense, and yeah. Yeah, I took high flyer, super exciting young player, John Collins with my fourth pick, I think. Yeah, it's not a bad pick. I think now that they got Clint Capella, it'll be really good for him. Right, finally have another. He can just play the four. He's been kind of forced to play the five. Right. But now he can just go to play where he naturally is best at. Right. He's not a great defender by any means, but he's a very exciting young player, and I think he just – Bounces off Trey Young super well. Yeah, and look, the hey, the Hawks could be a good team this year. They got Trey Young, right. and John Collins, and Clint Capella. I think they're so. they're one of my sleeper teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and they got Onyeka Kagu, who's a good player from USC. Right. Um, I was surprised he kind of. I was hoping he'd fall to the Wizards. Just yeah, I, I think I, think, I, was, I think he has a I think he has a potential to be better than James Wiseman to be the best center. In, I don't think in he will be, class. but I think he's very good. I mean, I I I kind of had wishful thinking that he would fall to the Wizards, but I kind of knew that wouldn't happen. Right. Um, I then picked Malcolm Brogdon, a great young player on the Pacers. Uh-huh. Um, I think he'll be good. I think he'll really get those reins over Victor Oladipo. And um, I think he'll be able to be a great player offensively as well as defensively, especially with the minutes he's getting. I mean, he had a great game against Boston. He got 36 minutes, got 25 points. And I think he'll just be able to continue to put up that type of production for me. Right. My fifth pick round up the starting lineup was an accidental pick. Not happy about it whatsoever, but Robert Covington – just he's honestly he's just not good he's just I'm yeah that so was mad about that one that was an interesting situation so the person that was running our league wanted the draft to go quickly so he just so he decided to put 30 seconds for each pick on the clock and then for um Gabe, he couldn't decide who to take, and then the 30 seconds ran out, and it auto-picked Robert Covington for him. Yeah. So, the the next pick, I picked someone that I picked because he'll be getting a lot of minutes. Um, I picked Julius Randle mm-hmm. because um, he'll be getting a lot of minutes for the Knicks. And, um, I mean, look, he in the past two games, he's gone 37 and 35 minutes, 14 boards, and 29 points against Milwaukee. And then against Philadelphia, had seven boards and 25 points. I mean, he's been great this year, and I think he's going to put up that type of production with the minutes he's getting. Right. With my my sixth pick, I took the injury prone, but has that great potential in Victor Oladipo. I love him. He's one of my favorite NBA players. Just... And, yeah, I mean, one thing about Victor Oladipo is he's just an exciting player. He'll make those fat, flashy plays. He's a fun player to watch, like his play style. Just the only problem is he's very injury-prone. Yeah, 
So after that, I picked the man of the bubble last year, Tyler Hero. I mean, he's just he's good on defense. He's a great shooter, and he just puts up a lot of production. He gets he's I just I really like how he plays, man. I think right. he's one of the best players on that Heat team. Yeah. With my my next pick, I took the steal of the draft, Jonas Valanciunas in the seventh round. He's one of the most underrated centers in the league. He pairs really well with John Morant on those pick and rolls. Um, very good player. Yeah, so after that, I took um, Spencer Dinwiddie. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great player for the Nets. Um, Other than the fact he just tore his ACL yesterday. Yeah, exactly. That's my problem with him. Yeah. Um, so he'll be out for the year. I was very disappointed to hear that news. But, um, you know, is what it is. Can't control it. But uh, that ended up not working out for me, that pick. Yeah. But, um, you know, um, after, here you go. All right. My next few picks started looking towards the rookies, the players who might be able to pop off later in the season. So I took Tyrese Halliburton. He's very good, and hopefully he'll start getting some more minutes soon. But he's already, he's 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 getting twenty five ish minutes a night off the bench, right? Not putting up great numbers, but I think he has the potential, and he's kind of showing a little flashes of it just to start playing really well. Yeah, Tyrese Halliburton's a great player. He was great in college, and I think that'll translate to the NBA. I picked – I think this was a big steal just because of the minutes he gets. Um, Marcus Smart, I was able to pick him – or actually, wait, I picked Marcus Smart before I picked Spencer Dinwiddie, so I messed that up. Sorry about that, but I still think it was a steal. I mean, he's going to be getting, like, at least 30 minutes a game, and with what he does on defense, he's just a great player. I mean, he's scrappy, but he's good, and he's kind of the heart and soul of the defense on the Celtics, mm-hmm. um, and I think that was a great pick. With my next pick, I took very underrated, was a rookie last year, big kind of modern forward in Brandon Clark. Yeah, great player. I, I wanted to pick him. You were one pick before me, and yeah. you took him. I think... Again, same thing, has this, this potential to just have these random 25-point nights where he'll just pop off, so yeah. that's who I took. After that, I took sharpshooter Bojan Bogdanovic. Um, he was on the Wizards for one year, and he was great. I mean, he'll just, he'll just consistently get those catch-and-shoot threes, and he gets – and he's um, – being played for at least 30 minutes a game. I think he's just a great player in that Jazz offense with Donovan Mitchell. Um, and I, I like that pick. I thought it was a bit of a steal. My next pick, kind of a panic pick. Not a good pick whatsoever, but I took Kendrick Nunn. Not going to get any minutes this year. I mean, I don't know what was going through my mind, but with Tyler Harris' bubble performance, he kind of took over that backup guard role. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Kendrick Nunn is very good. He had he was solid in the regular season, but just nowhere near Gore and Jaja, Tyler Hero, or Duncan Robinson. 
So yeah. I was very happy about this next pick as a Wizards fan. He had a breakout year last year, was one of the best shooters in the NBA last year. My guy, Davis Bertans, the Latvian laser. Um, I mean, just a great shooter all around. He'll just he'll just get those points through threes for me. I mean, that's it. Right. And my he's next solid pick on defense. Took, oh, yeah. My next pick, I took another rookie point guard, took Killian Hayes from the Detroit Pistons. I mean, he's getting like 20 minutes a night right now. He's not been playing great, but hopefully he'll start picking it up in the later later parts of the season. Yeah. Um, with my next pick, I took Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, he's a great player um, against the Clippers, which we'll get into in a bit. He had a great game. You know, he's getting at least 23, 24 points, um, 23, 24 minutes every game, and he's getting production from it. I mean, just a good role player in that Dallas team. Right. My next pick, I took, I think, another big steal. Chicago big man Wendell Carter Jr. popped off last night against the Golden State Warriors. 22 points, 13 rebounds, 31 minutes, scored 42 fantasy points. I think turned out to be an excellent pick. Yeah, and as a Duke fan, I love Wendell Carter. I mean, uh, don't even let me get into the fact that that stupid charge, um, stupid blocking call on him that lost us that game. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that was a good pick. He's a great player. So, with my yeah. last pick, I picked Paul Millsap, but I recently dropped him um, for Chris Boucher. I'm probably going to end up picking Paul Millsap back up, but um, I might. But um, Chris Boucher has just been playing well this year. I mean, he's, he's gotten – in the two games, he's gotten 15 points. And then against this, against San Antonio, he had a great game, 28 minutes, 22 points. He's just a good player for that Raptors team. That was my last one. With my last pick, I took Denver Nuggets' Will Barton. Again, kind of can just pop off any random game. I think he has just random, random excellent games for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, now, going, um, going um, forward with the NBA, I want to talk about how that Mavericks, that Mavericks Clippers game. Right. That was. Just an embarrassment. Does not matter. Even without Kawhi Leonard, you should not be losing any game by 51 points with that roster. Yeah, I mean, they lost 124 to 73. And if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but Kawhi Leonard got hurt in the middle. No, he he got hurt the game before. Well, he with... got seven points this game. Maybe he no. Wait, once. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. sorry about that. Um, so, um, if you look at the Mavericks roster, Josh Richardson, Luka Doncic, and Tim Hardaway played a great game. Josh Richardson, 21 points, Luka, 24, and Tim Hardaway did well for my fantasy team, um, getting 18 points. Now, one th- now, the only person to play all right for the Clippers was Paul George, getting 15 points, which even for him isn't amazing. 
One thing I want to talk about is last year, the big thing with the Mavericks was they were horrendous defensively, and they played great on the defensive side. Right, versus a very good offensive team as well. Yeah, and I mean, I think a big part of that is the acquisition of Josh Richardson. I think he's a great player on defense. Um, I think he's just an excellent 3 and D player on the wing. Yeah, and then Luka Doncic is also solid on defense. He's pretty good. He's good on defense. All right. So moving on, let's talk about the um the playoff picture. Right. Um. So first off, I want to say the Browns. If the Browns beat the Steelers, they make the playoffs. If they lose, they don't. Simple as that. Right. Um, I mean. Yeah. Uh, the big thing for me that not a lot of people are talking about is the first round bye in the NFC because that is way more important this year than it ever has been, right? There's only one bye, especially if Green Bay gets it. I think they are a lock to make the Super Bowl in the NFC. I don't know about that. The Saints are looking good. I, but just the weather – Plays a massive factor into that. Saints are a dome team. Don't really play well in cold weather. I think the Packers, if they can secure that first round bye, I think there's no doubt in my mind that they make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I just think Drew Brees is going to show up in the playoffs and play differently than he's been playing all season. Yeah. But what I'll say is the Colts and the Dolphins, Colts and Dolphins fans are rooting for the Browns to beat the Steelers. Just – Seeding wise, because if the Dolphins win and the Browns win, then the Dolphins make the playoffs. But um, but the Colts are also rooting for him just to get the higher seed. Mm-hmm. And also, as a Ravens fan, it's interesting. But I'd say we're rooting for the Dolphins, and here's why: it would put us at the sixth seed instead of the fifth seed. But right now, if we were the fifth seed, we'd play the Titans. Versus if we're the sixth seed, we'd play the Steelers. And to be honest, right now, even after the Titans game yesterday, I'd probably rather play the Steelers than the Titans. I mean, we almost beat the Steelers with our practice squad team. Right. Steelers just don't look great. They played really well in the second half versus Indianapolis, but just honestly, just don't think that the Steelers – I think the Steelers are pretty much going to be a first-round exit. Yeah, I think there's a good chance of that. And if the Ravens play them, then I'm hoping they will be. Right. But there will be one very good team left out of the playoffs in the AFC. Like, there are five 10 and 5 teams heading into the last week. I know it's crazy that, you know, a 10 and 6 team will not make it. Right. I mean, the Browns. And and then in the NFC East, possibly a 6 and 10 team are going to make the playoffs. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, we already kind of talked about the NFC wildcard picture, yeah. but the AFC wildcard picture, also very interesting. Yeah, I mean, you could see the Dolphins not make it with 10 wins, the Browns, you know, all these good teams, and especially with the Dolphins, with that defense. I yeah. Mean, so what do you think is one bold prediction you would have? One bold prediction I would have – Heading in to the next 
the two in heading into week seventeen is that it's not so bold, but that the LA Rams do not make the playoffs. Interesting. Why? I think the Cardinals have a bounce back game. They beat the Rams. And I think it I I think Green Bay might be resting their starters a little bit. And I think Chicago's hot. I think they have a shot at beating Green Bay. So if those two things happen, LA Rams are out of the playoffs. It's the Cardinals and the Bears in. I don't know about that. I think I don't think the Bears are gonna beat the Packers. And just with how the Cardinals have been looking, I don't think that they're going to What, well, what is your bold NFL playoff? My prediction? bold prediction is that coming off a loss to the Jets, the Browns beat the Steelers and make the playoffs. And here's why. If you've watched Baker Mayfield for the past two years, you know that he is so hot and cold. He could have a terrible game then immediately go and have a good game. And I think that's what's going to happen. He played horrendous against the Jets, and I think he'll come back and play well against the Steelers. I think the Steelers' offense isn't going to be good enough, um, and I think that the Browns are going to be able to beat them. All right. So that will wrap up our first-ever podcast. And thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and we hope to see you next time. Bye. Peace.